When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. I want to talk about some good players that did do well this year, but I just find it really interesting, Matt Harmon, that when we look at the top, top, top end of the draft, potentially here in 2023, I don't see a clear-cut 1.1. I can tentatively say Christian McCaffrey, but I'll tell you what, it's not going to be like it was this year where I, and I know Jonathan Taylor was, was probably one of the biggest busts in fantasy football history, but Jonathan Taylor was the consensus number one. I would say like 85 to 90% of fantasy managers were taking Jonathan Taylor one overall. And then CMC yep. was like maybe two. Derrick Henry was in the mix of two. Um, but I, I just think there's a total lack of clarity at the top of the draft board. And I'm not just talking like one, I'm talking like one, two, three, like, I don't know who I want to take one, two, three. Yeah. Um, I think that, I mean, I think it'll be McCaffrey. I think he'll be the one, one, one. I, I think that I feels pretty, pretty good um, from a running back perspective. Obviously there's the, what we need to understand is that if you're going to take a running back, they can get hurt. Okay. Like, I mean, the Jonathan Taylor thing is a perfect example. And I think John Taylor is an awesome dude. You know, we had him on Equus Edge this year. He's, he was, he's great. He came on the show without anything to promote. That's when you know a guy's one of the real ones, right? Because there you go. Coming on to promote something. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so John, John Taylor, you know, great guy. I feel bad for him that he's had this type of season. But, you know, the, the narrative around him was, oh, how can you take Christian McCaffrey number one overall with all the injury concerns? Jonathan Taylor's never missed a practice. <laughs> and now, <laughs> he plays running back oh, in the NFL. These, these, these guys can get hurt so at cruel. any time. Yeah. It's, it sucks, but it's the reality of the situation. So, yeah, McCaffrey, could you could take him – one one and he could get hurt again even if he never gets hurt at this this year the rest of the way you know knock on wood i hope he doesn't get hurt because he's fun to watch the 49ers um i hope nobody ever gets hurt right but like yeah yeah, yeah. McCaffrey could get hurt next year but he still has that great upside if he's there you know i mean ecker will be interesting obviously in this conversation yeah, but exactly really really for me it's like i don't know i kind of think we, we're getting to a point where wide receivers are are gonna overtake these guys because of the injury concern i mean Look at Justin Jefferson has 296 uh, uh, half PPR points. Right. And, and you know, he's, he's a guy that scored eight touchdowns this year. Like that. It's not as if he's having some absurd, crazy touchdown season, but he's putting together these numbers that are, you know, pretty crazy. He's outscoring all running backs right now in, in a half PPR format. You know, I know my, my brother-in-law Travis took Justin Jefferson number one overall in a, in like a straight up standard, no PPR, wow. no half PPR. Wow. And he's like, I'm doing, he's like, I'm doing it. I'm just going to do it. And he had all these reasons for it. And he shout out to him. He's playing his championship this next week Crushing. because Justin Jefferson has been awesome. And he had hit a couple other picks as well. But um, yeah, I think, I think we're getting to a point where 
you know, if you get these receivers that have outrageous seasons um, from a yardage standpoint, because Tyree Kill, 270 half PPR points right now. And we obviously, you know, Tyree Kill was not going as high as Justin Jefferson was, but he's ended up having this crazy season. The highest scoring running back right now, Josh Jacobs is 278. Uh, Derrick Henry, 272. Chris McCaffrey, running back three, he's 270. So, I mean, I think they're, we, we're going to have to be pretty much we were everybody industry wide was on Justin Jefferson having a big, big season this year. Right. Now, that's why he was like number two wide receiver pretty much anywhere um, behind Cooper cup, who obviously has crazy Cooper cup. <laughs> Cooper cup is still like wide receiver 17. He hasn't played in in years. It feels like. <laughs> right, exactly. So um, yeah, these, yeah, these wide receivers that can have this crazy ceiling like this when all the factors come together, they can be just as, as good as running backs now in fantasy. Yeah, you're right. Uh, in full point PPR, that that is even more of a stark contrast, yes. right? Like Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill are the only players over 300 points in full point PPR right now. I, I mean, they are out. Justin Jefferson with 327 in full point PPR. He's outpacing um, Austin Eckler, who, oh, I, I apologize. He's also a player over 300 points. So 307 for Austin Eckler, uh, who is the RB1 right now. But uh, again, I, I think folks are going to look at Christian McCaffrey. They're going to be worried about the injury concern. I don't think he's going to be, look, he's probably going to go 1.1 in a lot of spots, but I just don't think he's going to be like that dominant consensus 1.1 that we have. Uh, and again, every year we seem to have that guy. Um, mm -hmm. And I just don't think there is that guy in fantasy going to 2023. Look, Eckler's going to be there. He's going to be somewhere in that mix. I think Derrick Henry is going to be somewhere in that mix, but obviously the age and the wear and tear for Derrick Henry is going to be yeah. a huge concern. What's up with Saquon? Does he resign with the Giants? Does he go somewhere else? I, I think his landing spot um, is going to be very indicative uh, of where he goes in fantasy drafts. And then again, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill. How high are these guys going to go? Are they going to be one dot? Are they going to be top two, three picks? I think they very well may be. You know, you you brought up a point too about the age, right? I feel like if Javante and Javante Williams and Brees Hall played a full season, I almost wonder if they would yeah. have, because of their age, been in line for a potential 1.1 overall spot. Maybe. Maybe. I think especially with somebody like Brees. I think we're in an interesting spot at the running back position because we have got we have a class of guys that are still really, you know, really good quality players, um, but they're kind of part of that like it's so it's so tough because age comes so quickly at running backs, right? But like right. you know, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, you know, even Saquon, these guys are all like twenty five plus, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, even are. Josh Jacobs, who's obviously the current RB one in half PPR, um, he's he's still a guy that you know he got drafted was at 2019. Um, we haven't gotten a new flush of guys to come in here and 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 kind of push the next group up. the the high The guy that's the closest is running back ten, Ramondre Stevenson. He might be part of that next era, but we've had guy we have guys that are getting close to like aging out. Derrick Henry, obviously, he's he's sort of in that aging out sort of area i mean although it feels like he's never gonna never gonna drop off dalvin cook as crazy it is dalvin cook was drafted in 2017 I, I believe like he would be close to what we'd call like aging out from a guy that would have a ton of carries on his body stuff like that um but you know Najee harris kind of took a step back this year um you mentioned Brees hall got hurt javante williams like those first second year backs really this is when you want to start getting 
guys in their second season, guys in their third season at running back because they can start to have these outrageous campaigns. I mean, again, Stevenson, Ramondre, the guy is, is the one to bring up here that, that he's had that year in his second season. But, um, yeah, a lot of these guys, ETN obviously hit a couple of speed bumps. Kenneth Walker mm-hmm. hit a couple of speed bumps. None of these guys are going to be in contention for that top overall pick, but that might be a reason to to take a different position like a wide receiver earlier and maybe try to hit those other guys later on because because of circumstances, because of other factors, they haven't been pushed up to that top overall pick, but maybe they have that within their range of outcomes if all th- things break right. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, running back age is such a important factor. Uh, I haven't looked at the numbers this year. Obviously, we're still kind of in this season. But looking at last year, only two of the top 30 running backs, two of the top 30 we're aged 28 years or older. So yeah. when you are taking a running back who are who's aged 28 or older, you are almost guaranteed um, to not finish in like the top 10 of that position, right? And so that makes it really tricky. So guys like Dalvin Cook, they're turning 28. Um, I think uh, Derek Henner is turning 29, if, if memory yep. serves. Yeah, he's going to be turning 29. Um, Austin Eckler is going to be turning 28, right? So, uh, Christian McCaffrey's still right there. He's turning 27. And as you mentioned, Josh Jacobs is probably the, the youngest of that lot. He's going to be turning 25 this off season. Yep. But then again, even Ramondre, even Ramondre, I know he's only in his second season, but he's 24. Like the only guy that is top 12, like top, no, excuse me, top 13 right now in rushing, just rushing yards, not fantasy points. So rushing yards who's younger than 24 is rookie Damian Pierce at running back is 13th in terms of rushing guards right now, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Although there's a quarterback in that mix as well. ETN, oh, excuse me, ETN as well. He is a thousand yards. My bad. He's again, there are some guys that are sort of on their fringes, but they just haven't put it all together enough to be that top, top running back pick. Well, I think, and, and I think circumstance matters too. Like, okay, you could love Damian Pierce, baby beast mode. Okay, fine. Great. But Place for the damn Jacksons, dude. Like you really want to take a running back there? <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't sound enticing at all. You know what I mean? I think Travis Etienne's probably one of the most interesting ones. Uh, he's going to be attached to a good quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. Uh, maybe that offense takes a step forward. He's still young, still recovering off of a uh, off a foot injury as well. So I don't know. Maybe that's something that's interesting there. But 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 it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it it is such an interesting look ahead to 2023 because I really honestly feel like the top five is very cloudy, very, very cloudy uh, from a fantasy perspective. And I think you're right, man. I think people, because of the the murky waters, I feel like they may choose to go Justin Jefferson 1.1 overall and just kind of sort of like forget the headache that is the running back position with, uh, with age and wear and tear and all those things. Um, kind of, you know, playing playing a big factor in that one dot one conversation. Can I offer one more thought on this? Um, Let's go and get ready. Get ready to call me a boomer. But what about quarterbacks? I mean, hey! look, look. I know the. I know the. Obviously, Kelsey too. But that's a whole other separate discussion about you know 
replaceability and position scarcity and all that. But like, I mean, you just look at the, and this is not the perfect way to do it. Okay. Not the end all be all way to do it. But right now in terms of total fantasy points, Patrick Mahomes at 387.9. Josh Allen is 386. Jalen Hurts, 374. Quarterback four, Joe Burrow, who, you know, we don't typically think about as like a big time rushing threat. Um, yeah, it, but but he has rushed for five touchdowns to 247 yards this year. And he's shown yeah. that that part of his game is a little bit back after kind of taking a step back his, mm-hmm. last year because he's coming off an ACL tear. He has 351. Quarterback five, Justin Fields. And Justin Fields is the typical like, oh, just wait on quarterback forever because you can get some runner like Justin Fields. Well, great. But the drop off from Joe Burrow at four, at four to J- Justin Fields at five, two, 351 points, like I said, for Joe Burrow to 289 points for Justin Fields. Like wow. there is quarterback used to be obviously later on quarterback, you know, it's whatever, whatever, like when it was just the passing era, but these freak show guys, the alien quarterbacks, like Mahomes, <laughs> Allen hurts. And this year, Joe Burrow, weirdly enough, right. like yeah. these guys have provided you with such a big advantage because of what they can do as runners, but also, but especially what they can do as passers, the combination of it all has provided you a legitimate, like, advantage and i don't know if it's right to chase that but what's gonna stop patrick mahomes from having that season again next year what's gonna stop justin uh or excuse me josh allen or, or jalen Hurst from having that season again next year right like i, I don't know and, and, and then we again when you're just talking about bottom line fantasy production this is just half ppr J- justin jefferson like we said earlier 296 points look at the amount that you're getting from these other players i could totally see like hey look if you want to take one of the alien quarterbacks in round one Maybe not first overall. I, I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's yeah, too yeah. maybe that's too high, but I think it's worth a conversation if we need to readjust our brains to quarterbacks like this is not Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. Like you you you're gonna get big time massive production from the run and pass game from these quarterbacks to the point that it is a legitimate advantage uh, where it wasn't maybe three or four years ago. All right. So there you go. Uh, anyways, interesting conversation. Obviously, if you guys would like to uh, kind of pick our brains on it or maybe go back and forth with what we're talking about, find us on Twitter, find us on Discord. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the channel, of course, and uh, receptionperception.com. What are you doing if you're not subscribed already? Come on now. Best information out there in the football universe. There you go. All right. So for Matt Harmon, I'm James Coe. We'll see you.